Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm so grateful that you decided to tune in today. Uh, I invite you to do so every day. I'm here uh, at 12:30 to three on this new program, Live Mike here on KSL News Radio. Today is episode number 24. That's a pretty good run so far. Hopefully, uh, we'll get off to a hundred and a uh, thousand, maybe five thousand someday uh, far down the road. I'm gonna have to talk to Doug Wright. I can see him across uh, the glass right now. I'm gonna ask him how many shows he hosted here on this program. I'm gonna set that maybe as my benchmark. Uh, one of many he set for me as I uh, embark in my little career here as a talk show radio host. This segment, I'm very excited. Uh, Jeff Merchant, first time you and I have met one another. I'm grateful to you, uh, chair of the Utah Democratic Party. The, the reason I've invited him in studio today, and a particular thank you on today, this uh, day of some harsh weather. Thank you for braving the elements out there. I uh, caught wind of uh, Mike Bloomberg, mayor out there in uh, New York City, uh, formerly coming to town. Uh, he's running for president. I, uh, I, I if I'm honest, I had not considered uh, until I got word of Bloomberg coming to town uh, what the Democratic candidates for president would want with Utah. Uh, what's he up to this weekend? Yeah, well, first, thank you, Lee, for having me on. Always happy to be here. Uh, yeah, so Michael Bloomberg will be here tomorrow. He's doing a, a public event in the afternoon, a few other events as well. And... Um, I think that for him in particular, as you know, he hasn't been involved in any of the debates, uh, got into the race a little bit later than a lot of other candidates. And so for him, I, I'm guessing that most of his strategy is really working the Super Tuesday states, of which Utah is now one. And so I think that uh, his primary aim here is to get his name out, to get to know some of the Utah voters, the issues that are important to them, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to do that tomorrow. You as a party, you hold off on, you know, getting behind anyone until they emerge as the, you know, the eventual nominee. Is that correct? Yep. So I'm neutral in this one. Very good. Well, then you can help me with this. I, again, this morning, I hadn't considered what uh, what these Democratic uh, candidates might want with Utahns. I mean, listen, the reality of this place is uh, we, we vote one way for the most part. It's a pretty safe bet. Not a sure thing. Not a sure thing, right? But it's it's a safe bet that the 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 Republican nominee for president will will gain uh, the the votes here in Utah. And so my my question naturally is, uh, what uh, what what's to be gained? Can you talk to us about what the other candidates are up to? As I look through some of the headlines, I've seen some folks have come to town over the past few months. Uh, what are folks doing in terms of their organizational efforts here in Utah? Right. So we've had several campaigns that have come through Utah. Joe Biden has come here a few times. Elizabeth Warren has as well. Uh, we're going to have uh, Chasen Buttigieg, who is um, Pete Buttigieg's husband, coming in a couple of weeks. And then, obviously, 
Michael Bloomberg is coming. There are several campaigns that have boots on the ground, either with a solid volunteer effort or or with paid staff, including uh, Mr. Yang's campaign, a few other folks. So uh, Mr. Sanders um, has has a big presence here. You know, obviously in 2016, he did quite well. Uh, so we'll see uh, who else comes in. I would I would bet that sometime in February we're going to see a lot more activity as we start getting through the Iowa caucuses, as we get through uh, the primaries in, in New Hampshire and South Carolina. There's going to be a lot of emphasis on all of these Super Tuesday states, and I think that we'll probably see a few more people come through. Talk to me a little bit about uh, the work being done, and you can be specific to a, to a single campaign or just in general. But what when when I'm uh, say an Elizabeth Warren, and I think, okay, Utah, this is what I need done in Utah. Uh, when that attitude arises, what type of work is kicked off here in the state? Yeah, so right now these folks are looking for the Democratic nomination, right? So a lot of who they're talking to are Democratic voters um, in Utah. We have Democratic voters who are far to the the moderate side of things and far to the uh, progressive side of things. So each of these candidates are looking for their little niche within the party. So you're going to have some people that are providing a much more progressive message and hopes to grab those voters while others are providing a, a more moderate message. How are the boots on the ground communicating this message to, to these Democrat voters? Yeah, you know, they're, uh, from what I have seen, uh, they're engaged in several different things. One is obviously email communication. They're doing a lot of that. Um, in fact, I had to finally call a campaign up and say, okay, four emails a day is plenty for me. I don't need more. Um, but, you know, they're also... Wait, hold on a second. Will you name a name? I will not name a name. Fair enough. <laughs> But but let's just say uh, those Midwesterners are really really good okay. <laughs> at um, at their email. Uh, so um, and and you know there are a lot of other things that are going on. I mean, uh, over the summer, lots of people involved in you know whatever fairs were going yeah. on, the parades, all that kind of stuff. They're clearly involved in Democratic events. You know, yeah, yeah. when we have our own Democratic events, they're showing up for those and, and just really working the crowds that way, too. Outstanding. Uh, let's go back to Bloomberg. T- tell me, w- w- you mentioned there was a public uh, a- affair going on. Can you give me the details yeah, on that? Yeah, you know, I can't quite remember when that's happening. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, it's I in the, the afternoon. Um, I can get you that information, but um, yeah, he will be here doing something in the afternoon. I'm sure that can be found probably on his website, but... Um, unfortunately, I can't quite remember. I have just been whispered to by producer Amy, and if I refresh something right here, I'll have it in front of me in just a moment. He's coming to Utah tomorrow. Uh, Democrat uh, Michael Bloomberg in Utah Sunday holding a campaign event. Uh, Amy, help me out. Where am I looking? Okay. All righty. Well, we're going to get that. We're going to track yeah. it down. Uh, we'll get the specifics on that. It's fascinating because uh, if I remember correctly, I did see a thing where folks could RSVP and just show up. This isn't necessarily one of those where Impact Hub, Salt Lake City, got it, at 4 p.m. There it is on State Street. Uh, very good. There it is. Uh, and, and just so folks are clear, that was my error. Producer Amy had it in place the whole time. I was the one overlooking <laughs> the info. Uh, thank you. So Bloomberg coming to town. What would you do without Amy, huh? I, it, this radio station would be much quieter. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, so this, again, is, is a public thing. Uh, you get information on that uh, from his website. And that differs from some of these events where uh, it's like fundraisers and, uh, you know, for a couple right. grand, you can get yourself a, a plate of meatballs or something. Yeah, and I mean, that's, as you well know, uh, that's something that every campaign does. Right. I mean, if, uh, if President Trump were to come... He He'd be doing probably multiple events. All of these campaigns do that because 
we live in a world where uh, that fundraising becomes pretty important for people to get their message out. Absolutely. There's overhead to cover. There are ads to buy. That's a, ooh, we understand that uh, very uh, well. Let me thank you again for coming in. Jeff Merchant, chair of the Utah Democratic Party. Uh, first time you and I chat. Let's not let it be the last. Absolutely. Uh, Anytime. Outstanding. There's uh, going to be certainly a lot uh, more reasons to for you and I to speak as this Democratic race uh, for the primary uh, nomination or for the party's nomination uh, shapes up. So I'm grateful to you again uh, for your time. Listen, next up, we're going to, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to gripe about millennials. I am one myself, uh, but I'm going to gripe about them. Why? Because they're not getting their flu shot and they're not paying their student debt off. Uh, A little bit of responsibility, guys. You're making us look bad. Uh, And I say, us, I'm right in the middle of you. Uh, And so that's why I can speak to you this way, millennials. You hear that? I'm one of you. Uh, uh, anyway, so that's coming up next. Uh, again, uh, flu shot not being gotten by those uh, millennials. And I care a lot about these flu shots. I'm a new dad. Let me tell you, before we go to break, I'd like to invite you to join KSL at ARUP January 21st, noon to 3 in Sandy. Make a difference in the new year by saving a life and receive a free movie ticket from ARUP. Next up on Life Mike, I'm going to yell at millennials here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.